Okay, so you've probably heard the expression, just talk your way out of it. Well, there's actually a lot of creative truth in that old saying. Today, the creative power of first words and how words become things for manifesting our best lives in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings. Welcome back, friends. I'm Stephen Canyon. So glad to have you with us. StephenCanyon.com is the website, and KineticBelief at StephenCanyon.com is how you get an email to us. Greetings, hello to you, Miss Maggie. <laughs> Greetings, hello. I'm Hola, so excited, bonjour. energized after the weekend that we had. What a crazy oh time, wasn't it? That was wild. Wasn't it fun? <laughs> it was wet and wild. You were remarkable. <laughs> you you were. survived it. It was so much fun, wasn't it? We watched alone this some of the series, and we were so inspired. It started raining, and we were out there carving sticks and trying to make a fire. And <laughs> was it that dramatic? <laughs> in my mind, <laughs> in my mind, it was. Oh my goodness, that was amazing. I mean, that was kind of. I've never. That's never happened to me before. Okay, guys, we are out in Sedona, Arizona, in the middle of the desert, and it's been 115 degrees on many days. And Saturday, we decided to go up into some higher elevation and go for a hike. Yeah. And little Miss Maggie is leading the way. Out into the forest we go, and then... About an hour in, mm, yeah, it I just all heck breaks loose, and hail and rain and lightning and thunder, and heavy, heavy rain, and the little nice little mountain trail turns into a river, and... We're out, <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere, and it was so much... We have not seen any rain in yeah. three months. no. So we just, it was refreshing. we put, hey, we put I up our it. hammocks and we <laughs> got out the little uh, chicken, chicken, was it chicken it's pie? Like a, it's like a it? chicken pot pie, yeah. Hot steam coffee. We put that in and thermoses. We, it was 50 and, degrees, pouring yeah. rain, and we had our lunch in the hammock. Yeah, we were just huddled under a tree, found one little dry we spot. Way out in the forest. Yes, but it was, you know, this that makes life fun, doesn't it? The adventure of it all it makes you feel very adventurous. Put the hammocks between a couple of aspens and the pouring rain <sighs> and these little hails. <laughs> pea size. They were pea pretty small. Yeah. yeah, it is funny though when hail hits you really hard, you you do tend to take it personally. <laughs> you know, uh, it gets you on the leg or in the face, and you're thinking, "What did I do?" Yeah, but and what a relief from the heat, though, right? It felt amazing. It really I mean, did. I don't even care. I don't care how soaked we got. It felt fantastic. Just the the washing away like of, of all the though. desert dust. I, I like getting wet. Yeah, it was so fun. It was it was a blast. So and, romantic. And again, it just makes you. And isn't that a great example, though, of choice? You can choose to go, oh, bummer, our hike is ruined, or you embrace it and say, oh, it's an adventure. This is this is a blast. It, it was like a Nicholas Sparks movie, wasn't it? <laughs> I, don't you wish it was just raining on you all the time? <laughs> Wherever you go, just rain and just being all. That would get old in about one hour. In love. In, in, <laughs> In, in, kissing in, I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine like looking good kissing in the rain, like in those movies. Like I can't imagine looking good. I mean, you'd have to know ahead of time and wear like 
waterproof makeup or something. Well, it's, it's not about how you look. It's how you feel, right? You just feel free. <laughs> <laughs> I feel free. It doesn't matter if it's raining. It's okay to be. There's something oh, about Lord. being out in the rain and not caring. Oh, it just makes true. you laugh. You can't help but smile. That's true. That's, I love that's it. a great point. Today, we're going we're gonna to talk about the creative power of first words. First words. First words. You know, we have talked mm. about before the power of words. Words are things. Words create things, and we are words have substance. And in uh, quantum theory, they have substance. And today, we're going to talk about the importance of understanding the power of first words. Mm. Look, words are energy. They don't have energy. They are energy. They're in, they have energetics within those words. And energy affects the material or world around us. The energy of, well, of our microwave vibrates water molecules and it heats the water. The energy of electricity flows to a hairdryer and powers the motor that dries hair. So it's actually pretty easy to demonstrate that energy affects matter. Our words, the words that we speak are energy, and they affect the matter in our lives. So when we say something like, uh, this is the worst job I ever had, it's terrible, <laughs> those words are vibrations of energy that will affect the interactive energetics that we are attracting into our lives, hmm. that then align uh, the experiences that we will have, say, for with that job. If we speak those words long enough, the circumstances surrounding us uh, with our job they will obey the words that we're speaking. They will align to obey the words that we're speaking. So when you say first words, you, you really mean first words, like your sort of your gut reaction to a thing. Right. Again, the example is that something happens to your finances and the first thing you say is the worst job I've ever had. Or, you know, I'm not going to be able to afford to make a car payment. Mm. The first thing that comes out of your mm. mouth is it, those are the vibrations of energy that's going to affect the, the life or the experiences that we're going to have, the right. circumstances are going to align with that. Hmm. So, look, scientists have performed experiments with atoms and their subatomic particles. We've all seen the diagram of an atom back in school, you know, with the electron orbiting it, just like the Earth you know, orbits the sun. Well, researchers have discovered that the electron orbiting the nucleus isn't always there in particle form. In other words, it exists in a wave state similar to a cloud. Uh, so it's everywhere all at once. That is until somebody observes it, until somebody looks at it. When a particle physicist observes a particle, the particle suddenly appears just as a little dot. And what researchers want to know is how can a particle, how is it that a particle can know uh, that somebody's even looking at it? Well, a quantum particle is obviously responding to the observer's interaction with it. And what this shows is that belief changes things. Observation changes things. And what's true in the micro is true in the macro. In other words, cause and effect is scalable. Okay, we can take it from the smallest and enlarge it to the biggest. And whatever we observe on the quantum level works uh, up here in the bigger level where things are much larger. So what does all of that mean? It means that the lives, look, the lives that we experience are developed by how we choose to observe our lives, by what we believe to be true about our lives. Do you think that those first words hold more power than, than consecutive, the words that follow? 
Oh, absolutely. Well, the thing about it, the, the words that follow, we're going to have to, if, if especially if the first words are negative. Now we got to get busy mm-hmm. trying to overcome and undo something we've already done. Oh, I see. So it's really like a like a kicking off point that sets you on this trajectory and you don't want to have to undo. Kicking off. Yeah. Okay. I see. I like that. Launching. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the most amazing things regarding quantum theory is that particles react differently for each observer. And so the subjective belief of an individual observer wields a creative authority over how particles are going to react. Particles react according to what a scientist believes. And what I really want to drill down into today is the outward expression of the substance of belief, which is words, Mm -hmm. words, the words we speak. What we say when we're communicating. That's a, that's a great definition that you just laid out, too. It's an outward expression of... Can you just say that again? Sure. The outward expression of the substance of belief is words. Oh, that's great. It's words, the mm-hmm. words that we speak. Our words guide our lives to align with our beliefs is another way of saying that. Mm-hmm. So if we want to see something happen in our life, our words call things into existence. Right. Our words beckon that thing. Mm-hmm. It puts out the the signal, "Hey, come on over here. Right. This is where you are welcome. This is where right. the this is where I'm creating something. Well, how are you doing it? I'm doing it by the words that I'm speaking. It's attracting. Attracting it. All look, all creative matter responds to belief and words. All creative matter responds to words and belief. The substance from which our world is made is influenced and manifested by words. The circumstances of our lives is influenced and manifested by the words that we speak. In quantum theory, all things are made up of atoms. The things that we desire are made up of atoms. Atoms respond to what we believe, and they respond to what we say, and they react energetically as told. What we believe produces energy, and we see this in quantum theory. Again, it's the observer that's affecting the the movement of particles and the way that they will appear. What we believe produces energy. The thoughts and beliefs that we carry with us also produce an energy field that is around us. And Have you ever noticed that when you're upset, things get worse? <laughs> yes. Yes. You know? Yes, and you know the tr- the thing that always happens is my shirt or my pants get caught on the doorknob. Right, and you and you bump your head. That's you're always mad about the it. second thing that happens. <laughs> like if I start to spiral, I immediately get caught on a do- on a door on a doorknob. Your, the cuff in your jeans is hung up on the doorknob. How did that happen? Well, like usually it's a belt loop or you know right. a sleeve. But it's always funny. Like once I realized though that that was happening, it mm-hmm. actually I, it actually started to help me because if I found myself hung up on a door, I'd, I'd take a breath. Well, there there is actually a quantum a quantum reason for it's this. It's real. It is totally. <laughs> real when you when you're upset things tend to get worse they spiral out of control people become even more insulting and angry with you when you're upset interesting our thoughts and beliefs produce an energy that others can perceive and they then energetically will react to what they're perceiving that's why if you believe for example that no one likes you then you're creating that rejecting type of energy and others yeah. are going to be driven away from you by those condemning energetics. <laughs> you're flipping somebody off on the highway, you know, and they're going, I think she's got some negative energy. Yeah, I, don't could know. Be. I don't know, but and it may I'm not sensing e- <laughs> a little something, right. but no, you're so right. I mean, it's uh, it doesn't require words and actions all the time to, to, 
perceive energies and to put off energies. Look, if we love people and if we really care about people, they'll receive the energy of those compassionate attributes and they'll be drawn to us. Have you ever been around somebody who is kind and full of love? You. Well. All the time. It's true. It's true. It's so consistent. (laughs) That is an energy that we can actually sense. Yes, absolutely. Um, The energy of authentic, unconditional love is a powerful attraction for good in our life. Mm. Love is the creative substance of a desire for the expansion of life. Say that again, please. Love is the creative substance of a desire for the expansion of life. Mm, In other words, the creator used the energetics of unconditional love for creation. God is love. And when we believe that our creator loves us and wants us to prosper, to advance, and to succeed, when we believe that our creator desires good health for us and joy and happiness and all those things, then we fearlessly and we boldly change the words that we speak and our beliefs then align with those words. I love this idea, like this idea that you're describing that our creator is love, um, the creator has love for us, and it's this really beautiful substance that sort of once it's transmitted to us, it exponentially can be um, sort of sent off in all of these other ways. It just feels very exponential. There's an alignment that is our responsibility in order for us to adhere to and rely upon. Mm. When financial challenges used to show up in my life, I would fall into fear and, and say things like, well, now, you know, I'm just not going to be able to pay off my car. I'm not going to be able to make a house payment or whatever it, it may have been. In other words, look, when we speak of that kind of fear in our lives, we're creating an energy that attracts the very thing that we fear. And it attracts it to our checking account in this, in this instance. Mm-hmm. And our words stop financial abundance from manifesting into our lives. But now as a kinetic belief creative, over the years I've learned to think and to believe and to say things always work out for me. Everything I do prospers and I have abundance and I'm excited and today's going to be great and tomorrow's going to be greater and I'm excited about what's happening. And somebody's like, well, what's happening? I don't know, but I'm excited about what's happening and good things are happening in my life. First words. First words, you see. Um, but what, what happens is, as a kinetic belief creative, we learn to say those kind of things. The law of attraction is not limited to the things that we just simply observe. There is an infinite supply of substance that's waiting to be manifested according to our beliefs and the words that we speak, the words we choose to speak. We are creating energy that attracts like kind when we speak. Words have substance. Words are things. Mm. For example, think about this. What is the first thing you say when you hear some bad news? Mm. Great question, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You hear some bad news. What is the very first thing that you're going to say? And because this is a simple test anybody can take, and everyone should take it. You can take it right now in order to help determine the, the source of things that are showing up in your life. Right. This will reveal why your life it looks the way that it yeah. looks. This very one thing. You get some bad news. What do you say? You hear bad news, what do you say? You're looking at some stupid app on your phone that's full of negative information, negative news, and you read something that's really standing out. What are you going to tell somebody? What do you say about that thing? Because now here's what I want everyone to get. 
The creative power of our first words will either direct our failure or launch our success. Because the first words that come out of our mouths define us. And now here's the deal. In any type of crisis, the words that we speak are mostly driven by emotion. And, and they're without any kind of consideration. Those first words come in a moment of venting mm. before we move into the mode of solving some problem. Yeah. That's, that's human nature. Venting the habitual mindset uh, is natural. And it's how most people will respond to problems. If your first words are negative, this is a warning sign. Anything that is a, quote, natural response is almost always a subconscious response. And now this is a huge deal for us. The creative power of our first words will either direct our failure or it'll launch our success. So you're really telling us that this is this is a nice test for understanding and even revealing what's in our subconscious, maybe even what we've been feeding on that we didn't realize that we were, what's inside of us. It reveals why we're having successes. It reveals where our failures are coming from. Yeah. It's those first words, a great test, good exercise for everybody to participate in and write down what, what are those first words that you'll use whenever you hear a bad report. Well, I like how you're describing that first words are really instinctual and so it's it's a good test also of the progress that we've made I love that well here's the deal our first words determine the creative energetics that set the law of attraction into motion the words we say will either advance us or defeat us mm. the words we speak are going to advance us toward perfected completion yeah advancing our mind body and soul or they will begin immediately defeating us this is one of those things that really doesn't matter whether we believe it or not. There, there are a few of those. Mm -hmm. And as I don't care <laughs> right. if, you, if you're sitting there thinking, well, I just don't believe this. Well, it really doesn't matter if you believe it or not. Some things are true because it's how we were created. Believe it or not, our words create. They do matter. Words, especially our first words, which are the most revealing, set creative laws in motion. We were designed this way. Words determine results. Well, that was, it's just like what you were telling us. I think it was on the last podcast that um, there's no neutral. You're always either being pushed and sort of shoved in a progressive action or you're being pulled back in this negative way. You cannot opt out of this. This is creative law. Mm. This is a determining function of the law of kinetic belief. This is creative formula for the law of attraction. This is the substance of things that's hoped for and evidence of things not yet seen that the Bible talks about. The spoken word is spiritual law, physical law. It's creative law and it's quantum theory. It's all of these things. Well, how do we know? Scripture written thousands of years ago in one passage says, the tongue has the power of life and death. In another verse, it says, you will have whatever you say. And another one says, he who guards his lips guards his life. How did they know this thousands of years ago? Right. It's, it's timeless, It's mind-boggling. Right? Yeah. How could they have possibly known this? Mm. Look, we are spiritual beings having a natural experience. And we have a certain way to function in this life as spiritual beings. It's just the way things work. So many of the world's religions have plenty of warnings against speaking wrong words because words have creative power. And they define the very lives that we're going to experience. So here's the question. And I want you to be honest and ask yourself, what would be your first words if you received a bad report from the doctor? How about receiving news that you've been laid off from your job? First words. Wow. 
or what are your first words that you're that you're going to speak when you maybe find out your kid has gotten into some serious trouble hmm. first words because the words that you will say will either advance you to overcome the problem or if you respond in a negative way and it's based on the substance of fear, then your negative response is going to come against you. It's going to construct these obstacles. It's going to reinforce the very thing that you fear, the bad news that right. you've consumed and observed. The law of attraction is at your command. Isn't that awesome? Yes. It, it is if you know how to use it, right? <laughs> <laughs> the law of, it's, it's awesome for some people. It's working for or against us. <laughs> the law of attraction is at your command. So what is your command? That's right. the question. The law of attraction, believe it or not, is at your command. So what is your command? Mm. What are those first words? That is your command. Remember, as a kinetic belief creative, we have the power to believe, speak, and see things changed. And I love that we're taking sort of, you're taking us on this sort of microscopic almost look at words because we we understand the power of words. We talk about them all the time, but but to actually take these first words and to develop this understanding of how powerful they are because they are are launching you on a very real path, a very real trajectory that is very difficult to come back from. And I just love this awareness that we're developing today of what those words actually mean. And it's not something to to just slough off and then I'll fix my words later after I have this pity party. They matter so much and they have so much power. And that's the whole deal with our podcast. Look, it's my heart's desire to give people knowledge. Mm. Knowledge sets us free from those things that can destroy us. Yeah. And we kind of run out of excuses once we open up the hood and we look in, <laughs> into the substance of belief and how these things work, because now we know we know better. It's funny, you know, whenever I listen to a podcast, when I listen back to it, I think along those lines, now I know, now I know. <laughs> oh, man, now I know. I'm responsible. Now I know. And since we now know that we can change things by how we react to things, then we react with the knowledge that things will be according to how we react. Mm. things are going to become now our tomorrows are going to reflect how we chose to react today I like that you're saying react with knowledge because that is the complete opposite of reacting instinctually, which we're trying to get away from. Let's move away from the animalistic biological response to the fight or flight. Um, you know, we responding, like you're saying, with this knowledge is so much more powerful and it's incredibly, it almost feels like a surgical way of approaching this. We create all of these habitual mindsets instinctively, don't we? Mm. And it becomes yeah. a knee-jerk way of responding to life. It's yeah. an, it starts with instinct, and we, we then develop these habitual mindsets. Mm. And so, look, if our first words are in opposition to what we actually want to see manifest into our lives, then we're setting the law of attraction in motion and setting ourselves up for a negative end result. Mm. It's going to come against us. And sad to say that, you know what, most people actually sink their own ship with their first words. Yeah. You know, you can you can finger point it. You can blame the iceberg all you want to. But it's our first words that sinking ships and now but now there's good news on the other side of this. Yeah. It's actually much easier to set the right good positive life producing law of attraction in motion with our best life first words than to speak wrong fear-filled negative words that are fueled by negative emotions and then try to correct those later. You're asking, well, you know, is it 
can we not go back and just undo a bad thing that we've said? Well, you don't want to get in the, be in the business of trying to correct those bad words later. Actually, later never comes for correcting every negative word that's been spoken for most people. Right. We just can't go back and re-say things. And, and don't think for a, we shouldn't consider for a moment that that would be easy because our words are powerful and they can be powerful in the negative as well. And you're really, it's almost like to do this is doubling up on making it doubly hard, extra hard, something that was already going to be a dig deep moment. All of a sudden we've made it almost this impossible thing to surmount. It's so much easier to set the right, good, positive, life-producing law of attraction in motion Mm. motion with our best life first words first. Not to mention, you're just going to feel better instantly, which is so exciting because, you know, you know, we all know that sensation when you do get some sort of uh, what seems to be bad news. It's almost like a punch in the gut. And so this idea that you could immediately change um, not just the words and the thoughts that you're that you're uh, putting out there, but just how you feel emotionally, physically, it, it puts you in back in control immediately. Sure. And now if you're sitting there wondering, well, how will I know what is a good thing for me to even say first? Because you're a KB creative. You've done the work. You've gone back to the beginning. And you've established your genius of purpose. And so you're aligning all of your thoughts and your words now with that genius of purpose. Look, Mm -hmm. every single person on the planet, all 7.6 billion human beings alive right now, have a creative purpose of genius Mm -hmm. that we came into the natural with. The dynamic quality of individuality is breaming with unctions of design and purpose on the inside of every single person. And it's our first words that then establish our best desires, our best lives, all of our lives. That's how we guide ourselves. We're on a journey. And that's the rudder that we stick down into the river of energetics and to guide ourselves on this journey for a positive outcome. Regardless of who you are, Whatever you say, if you believe it and you don't doubt it, you're going to have the things that you say done in your lives. Yes. Now, really think about it. Our first response to any situation, anger, fear, resentment, sadness, is where you will usually stay if, you, if that's your first response. If we begin in doubt or fear, it's a... It is a much tougher transition to move over into a positive mm-hmm. uh, kinetic yeah. belief because we've already told ourselves in the cre- in, over in the creative realm what we think about the situation. Right. We chimed in and we, we spoke our peace of mind immediately, and it was a negative thing. And we communicated those energetics out into the universe, which are now, it, that was our command for energetics to respond to begin that attraction process in alignment to agree with the way that we weighed in on the situation to begin with. But now on the other hand, when we speak first words that align with the desire for an outcome with the joy of an expectant hope and the peace that comes from a belief that, you know what, we're going to manifest the good thing we're, and we're establishing an image of strong kinetic belief on the inside of us. Words first spoken from our chosen kinetic beliefs will keep us from being double-minded, from flipping back and forth between fear and what we hope for, and then fear and negativity, and then positivity and what we hope for, and back and forth, and and all of those things. And it keeps us in a position um, from receiving what would be our best lives. And so a a double-minded person receives nothing good. 
So we just might as well pick a side, positive kinetic belief or fear. Mm. Just go ahead and and choose one from the very beginning of everything that you encounter. Mm. Our first words mean far more than most people realize. Well, something when I first became a kinetic believer many years ago, something that you said, and it stuck with me all these years, and it helped me understand this process so much, is you explained to me the difference between truth and fact. And you really laid it it out so beautifully, this idea that let's say the doctor says that you have... um, Let's say the doctor comes to you and they say, he says, you know what? You have cancer. Um, you explain that that would be the fact that the doctor's presenting. But then there is your truth that sets in, that you need to know about yourself before you ever get a bad report. You know that your truth is that, for example, in that, in that scenario, you are healed and you are the healed constantly receiving healing. And I love that distinction because I think a lot of times our mind can say, well, well, this is happening and this is true and this is happening to you. But this idea that there is a huge difference, as you explained to me, between truth, our truth, our real truth, and just a fact is, is monumental. Well, that's the creative power of our subjective belief. And it is our subjective belief as the, the one that owns it. We are the deciding witness and the deciding factor as to what will become of us. Mm. Uh, And it's what we say and believe about a thing. It's not what an outside influencer is going to say to us. Mm. It's what we believe about ourselves that actually defines us. Mm. In other words, nothing is ever as it will always be. We're on a journey. We're going somewhere. Even with our health, we're traveling. With our finances, we're moving. Everything's morphing. Mm -hmm. We're in a river of change at all times. And the journey is defined by what we believe and what we say about it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's Again, we create the rudder for the destination we're going on. So just because a bad report shows up doesn't necessarily mean that we need to redirect our journey to advance toward that bad thing. It's what we say about it. We, what we say about a fact that's being presented uh, subjectively that will determine the outcome of where we go. And you're so right that this process is obviously going to um, reveal in the most obvious and overt of ways what we actually believe about ourselves. Correct. That's yeah. just a huge, what a, what a powerful tool, right? Because a lot of times you can sort of be delusional where you are concerned, where yourself is concerned. And so that's, that's a really awesome thing to uh, test to sort of work or exercise, I guess, to work through. Sure. Here's an exercise. Look, the next time you receive bad news, instead of so many other things you could say, or that you're used to saying, mm-hmm. go ahead and prepare in advance that you're going to say something like, oh, this is going to be good. This, this is going to be good. This is going to be such a good thing for me. Mm. Now, you don't need to know why or how. You just know that, like that this is actually going to be a good thing for you. Well, so now how do you prepare ahead of time for a powerful, desired, uh, good, desired-filled response? Mm. How do you prepare for that? Kinetic believers, we do it by saturating ourselves with our convictions, with our articles of faith using our subjective beliefs from the original uh, genius of purpose. And we do it from our journals. And we do this every single day because we've blueprinted our lives. We're working on this every day. We know who we are. We rally ourselves like we were talking about the other day. We rally ourselves every day. We're pep rallying ourselves, knowing that we are the deciding witness as to what our lives are going to look like 
as to what we're going to manifest in our lives. And not by chance, thank you very much. Not as a victim, and I thank you again. But because I am deciding this thing. Because I have the authority and the dominion to be able to do that. I love that idea of just developing a catchphrase. So that no matter what bad news or negativity shows up, we're just walking around going, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And not in a cynical way. Oh, no. I mean, but it in a, really is yeah, going to be good. Absolutely. I just love that, though, because you're right. In the moment, it can be shocking and it can be hard to uh, to articulate exactly what you want to say. So just having this um, in the pocket response, this is going to be great. This is going to be good. I like it. Just the other day, you know, we were often, when we park next to a door somewhere, we go, oh, wow, that is fantastic. I am so grateful for this great parking place. And then we drove into a parking lot and we got a parking place at the furthest end away from the door and I'm like this is great this is so good because now we get to exercise we get to walk and 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 energize ourselves with a brisk walk across the parking lot all things work together for good Mm. for those that choose to believe such a thing the creative power of our first words dramatically affect our circumstances Mm -hmm. and that's why we need to have unconditional love and joy and confidence Um, self-validation, which is just an awareness of our genius of purpose. And we have that on the inside of us. When any kind of a problem arises or we're faced with some sort of crisis, we want those first words coming out of our mouths to be words of life, not words of panic or doubt or fear. KB creatives are mindful to let the words of our best lives, the words that we've formed and created in our journals that are filled with positivity to always be the first thing that comes out of our mouths. Look, this is life. Obstacles for KB Creative. Obstacles are opportunities. Disasters are opportunities. Bad reports are opportunities. Condemnation is an opportunity to speak words of our best expectations, to uh, create and attract what we want rather than what we're being presented with. And I have a question because you've been talking about how our words are substance. They are they matter. They they have a very real value and substance to them. So I'm just finding myself wondering if if when a, when a negative issue is presented to you. Does it not have substance unless you give it substance with your words? All things have substance, and our words have substance, but there's an attraction that we're engaged within when we begin to speak. When something presents itself, it has the substance already within it to be able to come in and manifest into our lives. But the attraction is what we're responsible. We're responsible for 50% of the equation. And it's what we choose to imagine and think about, dwell upon, speak and act on that's going to meet us with the thing we're attracting. Wow, it's like something really is there knocking on the door. It's real. It has substance to it, but it's up to us whether we open the door or or whether we let it in or not. Yes, our first words grant permission for what we will choose to permit to enter in. It's our first words that will grant permission to others, uh, to circumstances, to our health, to our wealth, to every area of our lives, for good or for bad, for the advancement of life or for the diminishment of decay. Words, here's a way to look at it, they're the, the start button. Words start things. When we push the button, it begins the law of attraction for either good or bad. Right. When we push the button of using words, it starts the law of attraction for either good or bad. When we speak The universe responds to what we say, and our words attract what Mm -hmm. we say. 
And now here's a little known secret. The, the consequences of negative energetics have no access to us except through our words. Through us. Wow. Regardless of what's going on in the world around you right now today, it's what you say about it, mm-hmm. what I say about it, that makes it true for you, that will affect you, that will bring it into your life and either come for you or against you. Wow. It's by our words that we will be increased, and it's by our words that we will be decreased. I don't know how else to say it any simpler than that. <laughs> that was pretty simple. <laughs> that's, that's pretty simple. Plus or minus. <laughs> you know, creativity is nothing more than intelligence having fun. And the words we speak have so much creative power and that are just, we're slinging it around with the authority of our creative being. And the KB creative that is successful recognizes and realizes the power that we have with spoken words. Mm -hmm. And once we really come to terms with that, my goodness, that's when things really start to Mm -hmm. change for us for the better. And I like how you just phrased that, come to terms with it, because it really is a new way of thinking and living that is very foreign when we first become kinetic believers. And so this idea of, you know, you talk all the the time about total immersion and listening to the podcast as much as it takes, you know, we do the journal one time, two times, three times, four times, however much it takes to immerse ourselves into this new way of living and thinking. Sure. And you know, it is the power of words that will open up limitless possibilities for us mm-hmm. or will diminish our lives to nothing wow. that can open up vast amounts of wealth and, and joy and happiness or diminish us to poverty and sadness and depression. How do you personally handle the depth of responsibility that comes with that? Because I think a lot of us are not, you know, equipped the way that we are trained, brought up, the lives that we've lived just thus far. Um, it doesn't really equip us for the intense responsibility of life is 100%. It comes down to you. And, and being in that driver's seat, I think it can be incredibly intimidating at the beginning. Well, it can be, but it also, I find it to be so exciting to know that I, guess what? I don't have to be a victim anymore. Right. I'm actually in control of these things. And now I know how all of this works. And until I'm uh, good at it, I'm just going to be quiet. So do you find yourself just, <laughs> just embra- going to stop talking? Right. Do you, do you find yourself just embracing that responsibility all the time? Just again and again? I mean, does it, did it excite you from the very beginning is what I'm wondering? Absolutely. Because when you get a hold of this, you recognize that you've got the keys to success, you've got the combination that unlocks mm. the, the riches of yeah. the universe. By yes. knowing these things, it truly transforms you mm. from a life of victimization to one being in charge of your success. And it, the universe is at your beckoning call. And it's there to respond to whatever your need is. And you can literally physically change your body, change your mind, change your circumstances in the life around you and those that you love. The British philosopher Ludwig Wittgenstein, who made a study of language, probably because of his name, <laughs> but, it's, but the language's relationship to the world, said, the limits of my language means the limits of my world. Look, purpose to use your words to access unlimited possibilities for having more than enough wealth and good health and abundance in every area of your life, because it really is up to you. It's up to us. So take your words by the reins and live your best life. Mm. 
Let's work on some positive affirmations. You want to do that? Yes, let's do it. Right, just say this out loud. Say, the positivity of my words. The positivity of my words. Flow into all of my endeavors. Flow into all my endeavors. The joy of my words. The joy of my words. Are an inspiration. Are an inspiration. My words bring healing. My words bring healing. My words are filled with optimistic creativity. My words are filled with optimistic creativity. The positive forces of my words. The positive forces of my words. Inspire me to create. Inspire me to create. I'm aware of my abundant supply of genius. I'm aware of my abundant supply of genius. I'm inspired by the beauty in my words. I'm inspired by the beauty in my words. And all that makes me different. And all that makes me different. I enjoy my unique creativity. I enjoy my unique creativity. My advancing mind, body, and soul. My advancing mind, body, and soul. Agrees with the words that I speak. And agrees with the words that I speak. I imagine creativity with my words. I imagine creativity with my words. I'm a gift to the world through my creative words. I'm a gift to the world through my creative words. Because I no longer agree with bad reports. Because I no longer agree with bad reports. I create my very own good reports. I create my very own good reports. And that's the creative power of first words. Wow, so powerful, so exciting. Words really are so powerful. Thank you so much, Steve, for that awesome podcast. I love, I love the micro look at words today. If you are interested in the guided journal, it's available on the website, stephencanyon.com, available as a digital downloadable journal, or you can order the hard copy. Sending out much love to all the KB creatives all over the world. Thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom.